Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The X-Zone radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the X-Zone radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back to the X-Zone, everyone. Uh, my name's Rob McConnell, and you're listening to us live and around the world on the Talk Star Radio Network. Our toll-free number is one 877 That's toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. My email address is xzone at talkstarradio.com. On MSN Messenger, you can chat with us here in our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, by using the MSN address talkstarradio at hotmail.com. 
at our website, www.xzoneradio.com. Joining me now is Terry James. He is the editor of RaptureReady.com. He's also the author of the Nephilim Imperatives. He is a prophecy expert and lecturer. Uh, he is also the general editor of RaptureReady.com, the number one prophecy website on the Internet. Founded in 1989, the website receives more than 8 million visitors each month and has more than 4,000 active members. Now, one of the main uh, site's main features is the Rapture Index, a constantly updating gauge that measures end-time issues and events in the news. Any event that has biblically prophetic relevance is assigned a ranking. The combined ranking serve as an end-time speedometer, signaling the speed at which the world is moving towards Armageddon. And Terry, are we heading towards Armageddon? Well, yes, uh, eventually. The, the Bible says that anyway, and I, I come from a biblical worldview, so in my view, yes, uh, we're headed toward Armageddon. Are we in the biblical end times? Well, I think we are, according to the signals that uh, I believe that God's Word uh, tells us far as Old Testament, New Testament prophets uh, are concerned, I think uh, certainly uh, uh, Israel being back in the land as a, as a nation again, speaking uh, a single language. You're going to have to speak up, sir. We're having a problem hearing you over here. Oh, well, I, okay, I'll try. There <laughs> you better? Go. Much better. Thank you. Um, yeah, I was saying that um, Israel being back in the land, I think, is the number one signal that shows where we are on God's timeline, and I do mm-hmm. think that that uh, signals according to God's word that uh, that uh, we're in prophetic times. Can the end times be stopped? Well, uh, no. I mean, it's, I think that uh, things are in motion, and, and uh, I don't know when that's going to be. I mean, it could be a, a day, a year, a hundred years, but uh, uh, if we if we believe in God's word, which I do, and, and that's the worldview I come from, I, I think that uh, it's going to play out just as God uh, prophesied through His uh, prophets. So no, the answer is no. I don't think it can be stopped. All right, Terry. What is the number one issue on uh, Rapture uh, your your website? The number one issue? That's a, that's a good question. I think it's probably the very issue of Israel because that's what we get the most. Uh, mm-hmm commentary on that's what most people are concerned with and that's probably because uh, we as prophecy teachers uh, teach that Israel being back in the land is the number one signal and and uh, the fact that there's a peace process which is at the center of uh, Bible prophecy as uh, being uh, significant for the last days mm-hmm. uh, is, is really uh, something that uh, our people uh, who come to rapture ready look for I think is uh, the nation Israel being back in the land, and and uh, of course this peace process uh, is uh, is very important to uh, to the tribulation era. That last seven years, we believe of uh, in history that uh, I guess the Catholic Church calls the apocalypse. Terry James, please stand by. We have to take a two-minute commercial break. Terry's website is www.raptureready.com, and the name of his book is Nephilim Imperatives: Dark Sentences. Terry and I will be back after this commercial break in two minutes as the Exxon continues live and around the world from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, exclusively around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network. Don't go away. I told you, homeboy, you can't touch this. Yeah, that's how we living and you know. 
touch this. Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors. About bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals, and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals, and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. James is our special guest. And Terry, what do uh, UFOs have to do with Bible prophecy? Well, that's one of the signals, I believe. Jesus said that as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the Son of Man in Luke 17, chapter 17, verse 26, 27. And uh, we look back to what was going on in Noah's day, uh, Noah's day in the um, pre-antediluvian, or the antediluvian time before the flood, pre-flood days. One of the things in Genesis chapter 6 was that the angels of God, the fallen angels, the one-third that left in the rebellion with Lucifer, uh, looked down and saw the daughters of men, uh, flesh and blood men, that they were fair. Mm-hmm. And it said that they came to earth and took to wife everyone that they chose. From those unions came the offspring, the Nephilim, or the uh, giants of old. And from that, uh, I believe many of the legends of... Uh, and lore of old were were, uh, were born uh, in Greek and Norse mythology and the Roman mythology and so forth. So uh, Jesus said it would be that way again. There would be another visitation of these creatures. And uh, so I, I have a view, in, and I wrote it in a fictional form, uh, but based upon a Bible view, that uh, the sightings and things we see are not extraterrestrial, but they're interdimensional. That is, they're uh, demonic activity, uh, um, uh, 
to to deceive and to delude mankind uh, for several reasons. One of the reasons being that <clears throat> that uh, they do not act in a physical way. All we know is a, a physical universe. We don't know of uh, any other physics than, than than what science has shown us, and uh, these things act uh, so much differently than physics as we know them that. Uh, uh, for instance, uh, human astronauts could not go at right angles and things at the speed they go without completely um, crushing them. And uh, so uh, based upon that, the UFOs being able to appear, disappear, to take off from a standstill to a sudden, uh, just a phenomenally fast rate, and then uh, I think that smacks more of a supernatural than a, a natural or physical thing, so I kind of worked that into the fictional account, too, and uh, doing, it for, doing it from a, uh, a Bible perspective again. Now, if, if you're doing everything on a fictional basis, are you saying that the Bible is fiction? No, you know better than that. I didn't say that at all. Didn't imply it. No, not at all. I just think sometimes it's good to, uh, it's good that, you know, I, I wanted to write fiction, mm -hmm. and... Uh, in this particular case, but I think it's uh, something that's in the Bible that's truth, because I think all, all Bible is truth, and uh, I decided to make a story that, uh, okay. that would get a, a truth across. Now, prior to writing your book, uh, had you had any experience uh, with UFOs? Have you ever seen a UFO? No, I haven't. I'm blind uh, to begin with. I, okay. I, but before I, I lost my eyesight, I, I certainly never saw one, no. All right, so um, do you think that there is a conspiracy, the government or someone is covering up the truth about UFOs? Well, I think there's uh, there's some cover-up because so many so many things have not been explained, and mm -hmm. rather than coming forth with these with any explanation that uh, makes a lot of sense, they they choose to keep it covert, uh, black ops type things. So I think that uh, they feed the the uh, desire to know maybe the UFO hysteria or whatever. So uh, I think there's some a certain amount of covering up, and whether it's uh, for defense purposes or what, I don't know, but but that certainly feeds conspiratorial thoughts. Now, do you believe that these beings, whatever or whomever they are, are about to invade the planet Earth? I believe they're here, and they've always been here since uh, the Garden of Eden when Lucifer came and uh, then became Satan, tempted man. Man fell in the garden, and um, I think they're demonic uh, beings that have always been here, and will be here until Christ returns, and uh, and they are no longer here. Why is it that whenever something wants to give us information, give us knowledge, it's classified as demonic? Am I supposed to answer that? I don't know. I mean, well, you know, what's like, the question? <laughs> no, I, I'm just... I don't know. Humans want to learn. Is, is, that, is that always the case? I, I haven't noticed that. Well, you, you've... You know, I'm, I'm just taking this from your conversation where, you know, that the uh, the uh, the knowledge that was tried to be given to us in the Garden of Eden was classified as demonic or evil. And I'm just wondering why everyone... And I'm asking you since you wrote a book... On, on the subject, why knowledge given to man or mankind is considered evil. 
Well, I, I don't, didn't know that that was the case. I never, I never thought that. Okay. I think God, uh, God is the provider of knowledge, and I don't, I don't think that's, uh, that's evil. So if it doesn't, if it doesn't come from God, then it's evil. Well, yeah, I would say there's two forces in the world. There's God, and there's, uh, there's the devil, and there's good, and there's evil. Mm-hmm. So, uh, in that case, yes. Now, um, obviously, a lot of people say that they are seeing UFOs. So why do you think the government doesn't want to tell us about these UFOs if, in fact, they're really here? There again, I don't know. I think uh, maybe maybe to prevent panic. I don't know. Uh, uh, that's a good question because uh, it seems like they would want to come forth and, uh, and explain things if they could, if there was an explanation to be given. Certainly, there must be some... Uh, legitimate sightings because they're doing uh, programs, uh, documentary programs. They've had news programs. For goodness sakes, Peter Jennings, before he died, did a major uh, documentary on them. So there's obviously something there. It's not all aberration. So, um, But if there's really something there, how come more people don't see them? And why are the sightings decreasing in numbers these days? Well, I don't think they're decreasing. I think you're wrong there. I think they are increasing. Uh, they're just... Uh, uh, they may not make the mainstream news every day, but... Uh, Is that because mainstream news and media takes it more seriously than the fringe and the Internet uh, uh, people do? Because on the Internet, you can say anything and people will believe you, whereas if it goes into the mainstream media, it's verified, it's checked. And a lot of the stories that are are promoted through the Internet really have no business on mainstream news because well, it's all a bunch of bunk. Okay, well, well okay, well, that's your opinion. You don't agree? Well, I don't agree or disagree. You made a statement, and you stick by it. I just, I'm just uh, telling you that I believe in, in that UFOs do exist, but that they're, they're interdimensional, not extraterrestrial. But can I, can I ask you this then, sir? Sure. How do, you, how, can, how do you know they exist if you've never seen one? Because I have faith. I believe what the Bible says, and I think that the Bible tells us that these things will again... Uh, come to planet Earth and will will again uh, infect, affect mankind. And I think it's plainly demonic activity based upon fallen angels and, mm-hmm. and their interaction with mankind. Jesus said it would happen again. I, I, it's it's a based upon faith. I believe God's Word. And, uh, well, since all, all these right. Things are, well, let me finish. Since these things are manifesting themselves uh, in, in sightings and so forth, well, I think that that's what they are. That's my opinion. All right, then, let me let me ask you this. Are we alone in the universe? Did God just create man, or did he create other people in other planets, in other I, I solar systems? I don't know. I, am I supposed to answer that? Why not? You wrote the book. I didn't. Well, I know, but I, I did. How, how is a, a, human be, a finite human being supposed to answer something like that? I don't know. I, I, there's no... There's no uh, uh, a record of it, so I don't know. Then who is coming to visit us? The demons. Who created the demons? Uh, Satan did in his fall in the garden. Who fall created? In, who created? From heaven. All right. Who created Satan? Um, God. He created. Well, he created. Um, he created the angels. In the okay. Bible, it's called the mystery of iniquity. It's another finite question that the, inf- the infinite question that the finite mind cannot answer. 
Now, if we could answer that, then we would have the same knowledge of God, and if we had the same knowledge of God, then we would be a threat to the very existence of God because we would no longer fear and we would understand, and therefore God would have no, no, uh, no, no valid existence in our in our world. Is that right? Well, um, okay. If that's your opinion, I, I I won't argue with with that. I just uh, I, I don't know uh, where you're going with it, but um, you you don't know where I'm going with it. Uh-uh. No, okay. Tell me, tell me more about it. Tell you more about it. All right. The way that I see it is, is that God said, "Let us create man in our image." He used the plural. He didn't use the singular. A lot of people say that's because it is the the Holy Trinity. That is the we. What happens if God is not a single person, but a civilization that visited this planet thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago? Greek mythology is much older than Christianity. It's the, you know, it it parallels Christianity. In fact, uh, Christianity took a lot of its its um, its events from Greek mythology. We call we call Greek mythology a myth, and yet we call Christianity a religion. I think that uh, this is a little turned around sometimes. I believe that. God created man in his own image because of DNA work. No, you see, if I was to write the Bible, I would have Noah first. Because Noah, in my humble opinion, was not the captain of an ark. He was the captain of a spaceship. And then all the animals, two by two, was DNA. Let's talk more when we come back from this commercial break. one 877 is toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. Give me a call, Nation. Ask our very special guest questions. Uh, the name of his book is The Nephilim Imperatives, Dark Sentences. His name is Terry James. His website is www.raptureready.com. 1-877-528-8255 is toll-free. And I'll be back on the other side of this news break with uh, some fine words from our sponsors as we continue live and around the world. We're right here on the Talkstar Radio Network. Family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas. To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. 
Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, I just got back from Roswell, where the aliens have been. And if you ask the feds the cause, well, they'll only lie again. Now I'm hunted by the gumshoes, and I'm wanted by the cops, because they think that I might be the guy making circles in the crops. And I know that there's a conspiracy from the voices in my head. Elvis lives, that's clear to me, it's McCartney who is dead. And if the Mars man should come again and take me, I will go. I will take a trip on their rocket ship. God bless the UFO. Give JFK this message, it's the Cuban army's fault. And I know that Dave Koresh is alive inside a vault. We've seen reports in papers of a guy who knows about a car that runs on chewing gum, but the Arabs rub him out. We loudly warn that America is badly unprepared. With the Cold War through, we need something new that can get you good and scared. You wonder just who warning you of conspiracies today. We're the ones who fill the rumor mill. We are the CIA. I made love to an alien in Roswell last night. We strolled along together in the pale Something wasn't right. I made love to an alien last night. When she gripped my hand, I was feeling mighty fine. Terry James is our guest this hour, www.raptorready.com. He's the author of The Nephilim uh, Imperatives. And Terry, why did you, uh, what was your inspiration to write this book? Well, I think that um, I do believe that this is one area of Bible prophecy that has mm-hmm. been neglected by Bible prophecy people, by scholars and by broadcasters, by teachers, by writers. And uh, I think that uh, this is one area that needs to be dealt with, the thing, the spiritual activity that uh, I believe the Bible predicts will uh, be prevalent at the end of the age, which I believe we're bumping up against. So I wanted to address it, and I wanted to do it in a way that would perhaps tell the story uh, through fiction, and that's why I chose to do it that way. So it's just addressing a topic I think that needs addressing, and that is that mm-hmm. um, that Jesus said he gave a specific prophecy. As it was in the days of Noah, so will it be in the day when he returns. And I think we're beginning to see the manifestation of some of that uh, demonic spiritual activity. Based upon Ephesians chapter six verse twelve by the Apostle Paul, who said, "We struggle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places." 
so that was the, the, the sort of the nucleus or matrix out of which the fiction grew. I see. Um, now, this novel is almost written, in part at least, from personal experiences. Uh, what of your personal experiences have you woven into this story? Well, it's the part of my being in the Air Force in 1967, seeing the President come into uh, Randolph Air Force Base uh, at least every other weekend, Johnson, President Johnson, uh, and uh, to fly to Bergstrom uh, Air Force Base in a smaller jet to go to LBJ Ranch. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just use that as sort of a, uh, you know, a nucleus for uh, for the UFO stuff. A, a pilot in a training uh, uh, instructor pilot there, T-38s, a, a high performance jet uh, training, and I kind of built it from there, kind of beginning there, with this uh, pilot having experiences with UFOs and different things in different uh, um, uh, flight conflicts that he fought in. So my, my experience would base basically just a kind of a geographical thing there. What would you like readers to get out of your book? What's the message you're trying to get across? Well, the number one message I try to get in, across in all my work is that uh, Jesus Christ is um, the Savior of the world. He came to earth to die for the sins of man, and anyone who accepts Christ for salvation will um, spend eternity in heaven with God the Father. And... Uh, that's what the Bible teaches. That's the basic gospel message. So everything I do is geared around that. Okay, now, uh, do you believe in other strange phenomenon like ghostly hauntings, stigmata reports, apparitions? Well, I believe they're happening. Uh, I, I don't know what percentage of them are real, what percentage of them are demonically inspired, what, what percentage are, um, uh, you know... Uh, just plain Cooksville, I don't know. But I do believe there's some basis to these things. Uh, I think there are some uh, some uh, not hauntings. I don't believe there are any hauntings because I believe the Bible teaches that uh, it's pointed on a man wants to die and after death, the judgment. So I don't believe souls come back to haunt. But I do believe that um, demons, demonic activity, can delude people into thinking they're being haunted. Would you do you believe that people see uh, apparitions of those that, who they have loved in this in this uh, in this dimension after they pass? I, I believe that they are deluded. Some people may be deluded into thinking that they won't be their true uh, lost loved ones. But I believe that uh, Satan and his minions can cause people to deludedly believe that. I believe they have the power to do that in some cases, yeah, and I believe they have done that in some cases, but I, I don't think it's maybe as as prolific uh, uh, as, as maybe some someone would like to have it, but, but I do believe it has happened. I, I find that strange since you believe in UFOs or interdimensional travel, and yet when it comes to other phenomena like ghosts who... Uh, statistically have shown over the years that more people believe in ghosts than in UFOs. Uh, and I, well, I understand that, but I don't. <laughs> the difference between between beliefs, I mean, uh, the Bible, what the Bible says, it says that the dead did not come back to life. And, then how come Jesus came back to life after he was crucified? I'm sorry, what? Then if the Bible says the dead don't come back to life, how, can, how do you explain the resurrection? Jesus did not come back to life as a ghost. He came back resurrected in full bodily form. 
But he came and, back uh, from the dead. That, that was that was Christ. He's God. So if we're made in God's image, why can't we do that? We can, but we can't do it until it's God's time to resurrect the dead. That hasn't happened yet. It seems to be a Except bit of... in a couple of cases, and it was to prove, to prove Jesus' uh, deity when he raised Lazarus, for example. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, I, I guess what you're trying to say is that the people who are claiming that they're seeing ghosts are actually partaking in a demonic experience? Yes. Interesting. Okay, um, let me see. Uh, your biography mentions the JAWS program, the computer software technology that assists you in your work. Can you tell us about that? Yes, um, as I said, I'm, I've been blind since... Um uh, 1993, due to a retinal degeneration, a degenerative disease called, ret called retinitis pigmentosa. Mm -hmm. And uh, <clears throat> uh, I used to, to dictate my manuscript and so forth on standard cassettes and then have uh, my editor would, would uh, you know, type them out, transcribe them, and then we would edit them by phone. Uh, but I went to um, a state program, actually, to uh, show the JAWS program, which is a computer program that uh, it will play the synthesized voice will play back every keystroke you put in whether it's a, a word a, a sentence a paragraph or an entire document and it becomes kind of second nature to you like um, uh, riding that proverbial bicycle it's just something that you just pick up and it, uh, your, the ear picks it up and, and uh, it becomes almost like a second sight to you and uh, so it's it's uh, increased our, our production as far as uh, work, uh, writing work is concerned by, you know, a thousand percent or so because it's, uh, it takes out all those other steps. I can just type everything in and then send it by computer to my editor who, who then can put it into finished form. And so it's a greatly, it's a really uh, great uh, instrument. I would recommend anybody in your audience who might be blind and, uh, and want to uh, uh, find a really good word system to use uh, with computer, this is excellent. Uh, jobs Accessible Word System, the acronym, of course, uh, Jaws, J-A-W-S. That's, uh, that's a fascinating system. Uh, tell, tell me, Terry, how long did it take you to write your book? This last book? Yes. Uh, about six months, this one. Uh, and my previous one, The Rapture Dialogues, which is the, the first book of the series, I plan, I took about, probably about eight months to write that one, about six months to write the second one. Now, the uh, Nephilim uh, Imperatives ends in a way which could be considered a cliffhanger that begs for a sequel. Are, are you planning other novels? Yes, I plan at least one more of uh, the series, uh, maybe two, but at least one more. But I'm going to have to get some nonfiction writing out of the way first mm -hmm. before I can start that. What do you think will happen in the f at the final day? What, do you, what, do you, what does your belief tell you will happen? On the on the final day, I mean, meaning what? Final day of what? Uh, the final day of this earth as we know it. As we know it right now, the yes. earth, this earth age. Well, I believe in in uh, dispensation, a dispensational belief that God has dealt with man in various dispensations. For example, uh, the the, the uh, Adamic age, uh, and then uh, after the flood, and then the, the Noahic Noahic age, and then the Abrahamic age. In other words, He's dealt down through the years with different ages. Uh, of mankind, and uh, we're right now, I believe, in the church age. That's the age uh, between the time the church was born, mm -hmm. at Pentecost, in chapter 2 of Acts, 
uh, the Church of Jesus Christ, the church he said he would found, the Christian Church. Uh, so we're in that where we've been in that for two thousand years, just about. Uh, so uh, at the end of this particular age, I believe the, the Bible teaches in Second Thessalonians, First uh, Thessalonians, First Corinthians, a rapture of the church, a sudden snatching up of believers into heaven, um, and that's what's going to happen. Uh, that ends the church age. Mm-hmm. The church will be gone, all, all born again believers, and then we'll begin the next. Uh, the next stage, which will be the age of tribulation, or the Catholics would have it, the, of the apocalypse. And most of that is covered in the book of Revelation. And that will be a seven-year period uh, where uh, Jesus said it would be a time such as was not since the beginning, the time to that time that he was telling it, nor would ever be again. It would be such a horrible time of judge, God's judgment. And so that will run for seven years. <clears throat> And that's, that's, that's initiated not by the rapture of the church, but by the signing of a peace covenant between Israel and its enemy neighbors. And, and it'll involve the whole world, as a matter of fact, this peace treaty will. And this peace covenant, the Antichrist will sign this peace covenant. And that's what sets in motion the tribulation the last seven years uh, of human history. And in it, at, the la- at the last day of um, that seven years period, well, Christ will return, it says in Revelation chapter 9, verse 11, at Armageddon, just as mankind is about to destroy himself, uh, Christ will come back to put an end to this camp war campaign called Armageddon, and he will set up his, then we begin the millennial age, uh, a thousand years reign of Christ, which is uh, the next dispensation. And uh, then following that, at the very end of that, is uh, uh, all things come to uh, a consummation, Mm-hmm. Uh, the end is finally reached. God is going to remake, the Bible says in Revelation, is going to remake the heavens and the earth by, by supernatural fire. All will be re- recre- recreated, and uh, it will be a new heavens and a new earth. Now, uh, those, who, uh, those who remain, um, for example, what will happen to Satan? Satan, uh, following the tribulation, um, he will be he will be loosed. He, he is loose now, and, and it says that um, in First uh, Peter five eight that beware the devil because he goes about uh, stalking like a lion, roaring lion, mm-hmm. seeking whom he may devour. So he's loose on the earth now. That's the reason for for all of the the uh, horror. But after right. the uh, after the apocalypse, uh, what happens to Satan at that okay, time? Okay, Satan. Well, yeah. Okay, we're going to move right forward to that. Well, he is bound at the end of the tribulation, the apocalypse. He is bound by an angel with, mm-hmm. with supernatural chains. He's put in the bottomless pit. It says he and his minions, all of the minions. There'll be no Satan or his fallen angels during that thousand years reign of Christ that follows the the apocalypse, um, and he will be in a bottomless pit for a thousand years. But at the very end of that thousand years, he will be loosed, the Bible says, from the bottomless pit. Why? I don't know. Yeah. You know, I don't know why he let him loose in the first place. I don't know why he'll let him loose in the second place. I guess a question that's always um, got me is why hasn't somebody from heaven just taken Lucifer out by now? Because it's just in God's plan. It's just not... Uh, not run its course yet. It's like some drama. I can't explain it. I, mm. uh, it's it's super. It's beyond the finite mind to explain. I just accept it because I believe what God's word says. 
uh, I agree. I mean, that seemed like that would have been the, the thing that uh, a logical uh, constabulary, uh, human constabulary would do, would take out the bad guy. Yeah. But the fact is, he's uh, the, according to the Bible, he's going to be loosed into the end of that thousand years, and he's going to instantly uh, have a follower of literally millions upon millions of people who will then follow him as he leads an attack upon mm-hmm. Jerusalem and where Christ is has his very throne. And uh, then fire from heaven will simply uh, put an end to it, to all of these people. And uh, that's what the Bible says. And beyond that, I, I it was, anything I said would be strictly speculation, uh, just based on what God's Word says. That's what I believe. All right, Terry, stand by. You and I have to take our final break for this hour. Terry James is our special guest, www.raptureready.com. And Terry and I will be back on the other side of this commercial set. Still to come on tonight's show, we have Reddick Harris, who's going to be joining me, talking about the Exxon Book Club. And then in our final hour, Ellen from Premier Psychics will be doing psychic readings for one and all who give us a call at one 877 My name's Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon, and we're coming to you live and around the world from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, exclusively on Talkstar. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors, about bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals, and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals, and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forest Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Still to come on tonight's show, uh, Reddick Harris is going to be joining me after the news to talk about the Exxon Book Club. And then Ellen will be joining us from Premier Psychics. And their website is www.premierpsychics.com. And this portion of the Exxon is being brought to you by Technon, the, sci- the science of survival. When danger strikes, are you going to be prepared? Visit their website at www.technonllc.com. 
com. Terry James is the author of the Nephilim Imperatives, and uh, I, I guess a lot of I've always wondered that if evil and and uh, demonic and satanic n- uh, negativity does exist, why is this part of the plan? If if God has the ability to wipe out evil, if God has the ability to get rid of Satan, if God has the ability to cure the sick, if God has the ability to feed the hungry, if God has the ability to stop wars, why doesn't he? Well, uh, that implies a blame on God, and uh, God, we're told in in the Bible, is, is perfect. How can a perfect God create imperfection? Well, he doesn't create imperfection, but there's this thing called the mystery of iniquity that, again, mm-hmm. the finite, the infinite uh, uh, cannot be explained by the finite. I don't know the, the answers to your questions. Uh, that's the reason God's Word and people who believe in it is based upon faith. But don't, but don't you have the right to ask these questions? And, oh, yeah. And, 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 and you know, as... as we have... We have uh, debates about that we have questions why but uh, the same the, the same answer uh, we don't know that's what it comes down to um, but the fact is we believe it and we believe it based upon uh, uh, we think um, uh, the Holy Spirit inspired uh, uh, our inspired inspiration in our spirits that tell us that is true now it's, it's a belief it's a belief system just like uh, the evolutionist scientists have a, have a belief system, or anybody else has a belief system. It's a belief system, and we, we that's our part of our faith. And uh, I have a faith, a faith that one day, if God wants to explain it, it will be explained. Uh, it seems totally counter to the human experience, but then the human experience is totally fa- flawed since the... Since but the how can the story. human experience be flawed if humans were made in the image of God? If humans are flawed, that means God is flawed. And if well, God is flawed... Well, that's, that's not necessarily true. Why not? This means that your, your, your finite mind cannot, uh, cannot round, surround the, the infinite concept. There's a lot of things that are infinite we don't know. Uh, the mystery of iniquity that came into the world is one of them. Uh, God created everything perfectly, uh, the Bible says, but uh, this thing called uh, the mystery of iniquity, uh, again... It's just like just like something how could how did something always have been and always will be mm-hmm. uh, we don't know we can't get All right, thanks very much for joining us Terry and for sharing your views on the Nephilim imperatives I don't know if man is flawed and we were made in God's image that means God is flawed and if God is flawed what does that mean about the entire concept I believe but like answers and so does the rest of the world and this is why I say we're not sheep anymore I'll be back on the other side of the commercial break with the news as the Exxon continues right here on Talks. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors about bundling your home and auto in sports three goals is a hat trick and when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive you get a hat trick of great savings and round the clock protection so you might be thinking wait that's two things a hat trick is three But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals, and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals, and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. 
Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.